Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Sense Show. This is our guest segment. Thank you so much for staying with us through the break. The Common Sense Show is the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. I'm the host. My name is Dave Hodges, and I'm lucky enough to get great guests on. Like right now, we're going to have Paul Martin on in just a minute. But first, we got to pay some bills. You know, on the fifth day of a crisis, ladies and gentlemen, waterborne illnesses jump to the number one cause of death. Not from the Naval War College. This is not good. And do you have a water filter? Do you really need two of them? Because what if one breaks, gets stolen, gets lost? So we have the best water filter in the business. The research at waterwithdave.com proves that. I want you to look that up. And right now, while supplies last, they're offering their filter for 40% off. Wow, that's a great deal. So this will save lives in the event of a crisis. And I think we're headed for multiple crises. This will save a lot of lives. Waterwithdave.com, 40% off. Great water filtration. The product's name is the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter, and you'll see it in the research, and you'll go, wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're also brought to you by the best storable food company in the world. And listen, I've worked for storable food companies before. I've sold other storable food. One was a piece of crap. I got out of it quickly. Another ripped me off <laughs> from, from paying their bills. Uh, and they ripped off some of their customers too, and I no longer have anything to do with them, obviously. And then there's some that their food just tastes like sewer water. You know, like, I don't know about you, I don't like a lot of things that are organic. So uh, we sell the real stuff. This is restaurant quality food. It tastes great. I've tasted it. In fact, you'll see on YouTube, people occasionally write in and they'll say, oh, Dave, that's incredible stuff. I never thought storable food would be this good. And, and I'm thinking, yeah, it's like restaurant quality. 25-year shelf life and $100 off the four-week package. That's right. And because people know food shortages are coming, they're buying multiple packages of the hundred. Excuse me, of the four-week package. So how do you get yours? Go to preparewithdave.com. That's it. And you'll see the description there. 2,000 calories, all the variety. It's incredible. Preparewithdave.com for the food. Waterwithdave.com for the water. And just want to mention one more thing. Um, we got demonetized on YouTube. And they won't tell you why. I mean, you're supposed to be psychic, I guess, to have an account with them because they said uh, harmful content. Well, I didn't threaten anybody. I never do. And I, and I, and I don't promote violence. And uh, there is nothing there that should have prompted this except for disagreement over politics. And uh, that's why I'm sure they hit me. And uh, this is why I have my TV show. And you go, Dave has a TV show? Yeah, now I wear a bag over my head, okay, just so people can get through it. No, I'm kidding, but I do wear a bag over my head, <laughs> at least before I go on the air. So it's a really good show, and uh, Brave Reviews, we've doubled our subscriptions in the last two days, and we didn't go from two to four. I mean, the number is pretty significant. I'm shocked, and the price is great. It's $30 annual subscription. Seven-day free trial, so you can go up there and see if you like it. But when you see the guests we've got, whoa, whoa, baby, it's incredible. So you'll say, that is fantastic. 
great programming 250 a month is what it averages out to and there's no censorship there's no big brother 20 year old pimply faced liberal who thinks they have the answers to the world that are demonetizing accounts and by the way that's who does that on youtube so go to the commonsenseshow.tv for commercial free interviews that's right commercial free uncensored the common sense show dot TV I think you're gonna really like it well we've got some pretty good radio here too we've got my good friend Paul Martin and he has a really good news aggregate site that I really like to promote it's called revolutionradio.org it's fantastic and he gets articles from all over the country sometimes the world and uh, he manages to cover all the main stuff I'll call Paul and say hey Paul have you heard of yeah, he's way ahead of me and that's because of this site so it's welcome from northern Colorado in Colorado is my old stomping grounds and man am I glad I left given how that that state's being run but Paul Martin's there he's fighting the fight Paul welcome to the show glad you could join us oh well thanks Dave yeah we're uh, re reporting here from the People's Republic of uh... <laughs> Colorado with our terrible, terrible, terrible mayor who just extended our uh, wearing our masks for a couple of more weeks, and then he'll probably extend that for a couple of more weeks. But I'll tell you what, at some point, this is going to come push to shove. I guarantee you, Dave. Paul, is this um, the mayor of Wellington? No, it's Polis, our governor. Oh, okay. You said mayor. You confused me. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, yeah, I, you're I not allowed to. Get... You're not allowed to make the Joe Biden mistakes. Do you understand? <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not Maybe. running for president. <laughs> you should be. Anyway, um, yeah, Polis, as in Pol Polis State. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know. He's a piece of doo doo. Um, yeah. The only the only county, and it's county I'm in, Well County. Uh, they open their schools up. Uh, Larimer County is not going to open up till. October 12th, but uh, uh, the uh, folks in Well County are uh, independent people, you might say. Yeah, so I'm, they're going to open yeah. their schools up. I'm well aware so of the we'll difference. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, big difference between uh, Weld County and the Larimer County fascists. Uh, oh man, they got some bad people in, in city and county government there. See, you know, you know Virginia Farber, of course. And, uh, oh yeah. yeah, activist in Fort Collins, love Virginia, love, love, love her. Her work is great, and we talk all the time about the People's Republic of Larimer County. It's funny you just use that phrase. That's where Virginia and I say quite a bit. Uh, but you're absolutely right. And then when I left Colorado, it was still fairly conservative. I left in 1985, and uh, I missed it. Paul, the only reason I come back to Cal uh, Colorado is to see you. And my family that still lives there. That's it. Well, it's uh, it's a mess. It's just a cotton-picking mess. It's amazing, isn't it? It's uh, yeah. I, I I can't believe what's happened to my state. But it was the gang of four, or I should say, the rape gang of four, um, that took over Colorado. You know all about that, I'm sure. Yep. And uh, I found out about all these um, fascist pigs when. Um, uh, Stacy Lynn had her kid stolen in Fort Collins for opposing Agenda One, Agenda Twenty One policies uh, from uh, Fort Collins and the what was it, the Board of Commissioners, I believe, it was the County Commissioners there. Um, 
and I, they, she did nothing wrong. They just snatched her kid and gave it to her estranged former boyfriend that who was the father. And he, in, in the first eight or nine years of this kid's life, the father, you know, according to all accounts, did, did not want anything to do with the kid. I'm assuming now the kid's well cared for, but wow, it, it, I'll tell you, there was some real funny business that went on. They brought in a judge uh, to handle Stacy's case, had never done family law, and she was from the IMF and the World Bank, and she came to... Oh. Yeah, Paul, I'm not joking. This is a true story. This is a true story. Judge Julie Fields uh, was with the IMF and the World Bank, and she got appointed by Ritter uh, when he was outgoing to come in. I think that's the 8th Circuit up there, the 8th uh, District of Colorado. And uh, she became a family law judge, and her first case was Stacy. And Stacy said, I haven't done anything wrong. She goes, you're a sovereign citizen, and you're standing up to the wrong people. And that was the first time I ever heard the sovereign citizen. And uh, But I have to say, Judge Fields really helped my show, Paul, because I would come on and interview Stacy and other people connected to the case, and then she'd ream Stacy out in court for, what's this common sense show BS? What is this crap? <laughs> it was hilarious. So I got a lot of play up there in the Larimer County Court. But, uh, yeah, and Stacy never did get her kid back, never got visitation rights, and she was never accused of doing anything wrong. But she stood up to the Agenda 21 people, so they had to bring in the heavy gun to deal with her. You didn't know that story, did you? No, I, I knew a lot of it, but I didn't know that. Well, God bless her heart. I mean, it's just, yeah. they're just Nazis. Uh, you know, I was in the restaurant business in uh, Fort Collins, had 10 Bears Barbecue, and, and uh, the first... The first couple of years were okay, and that's when everybody started moving in from California and, you know, running for office, and, and, the, and the Larimer County Health Department just, I mean, they, they turned into full-blown Nazis. Yeah, I, I, threat, I threatened to whip the, the head of the Larimer County Health Department. I threatened to whip his ass twice. <laughs> now, this is a family and, uh, show, Paul. <laughs> in, in, in public. With with people in my restaurant threatening, and yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's 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 just gone. Yeah, I don't know why they picked Fort Collins. You see, they moved in all these globalists, um, and and they called Fort Collins at one time. I kid you not, the jewel of the Ickley Empire, which meant it was the prize of Agenda Twenty One operatives. And that yep. in Santa Cruz, California, were the two major leaders. Now Austin is probably in there as third. But uh, Fort Collins, why do you think they picked on Fort Collins? I have no idea. I moved here in 92. And uh, it was just a beautiful town. I, first time I drove through there with a bunch of guys I skydived with, we were going to go skiing. And... Uh, I had worked at uh, Laureate Psychiatric Hospital in the Adolescent Care Unit, me and a, my, my beloved mentor, and uh, mm -hmm. we wrote a program for the kids, and we took the, we took the 10 worst kids I had, and uh, we figured if we saved five, it'd been, a, it'd been success, and we kind of turned six of them, and... Uh, Good for you. Yeah, that was, that, was a neat, that was a neat experience. Yeah, we were... We were debriefing by the the guy that ran the whole shebang, and 
he looked at me and he goes, Paul, what's your take on this? And of course, we had to interview the parents and all that. And I go, I looked at McKissick and I looked back at Donnie and I go, I don't think there's anything wrong with these kids. I think there's a whole lot wrong with those parents. And <laughs> McKissick just started beaming. My student has arrived. But uh, yeah, that was that was quite an experience. But back to Larimer County, uh, it 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 went south so quick, Dave. It was amazing. That's what everyone's told me. You know, like Virginia and her husband have told me the same thing, and I've heard it from other people up there. And um, you know, it used to be just a sleepy, lazy little college town. You know, a lot of my yep. friends from high school went up there. And I was friends with all the basketball players up there, the ancients, the Gary Rhodes and uh, and uh, so forth, and, and uh, Bobby Caton. These guys were all friends of mine. We grew up playing basketball together, and um, uh, it was a great place. I used to come up for college days. Do they still have that? I believe so. I try not to pay any attention to it. <laughs> well, it was the party place to be uh, in spring break back in the mid to late 70s. And so I have to admit, I came up and, you know, I was a young man at the time and had a good time up there and, you know, cruising up and down College Avenue. And it was, I loved it, absolutely loved it. Uh, but man, when I got down here to Arizona, I started hearing things about Fort Collins. And then the Stacy Lynn case hit in 2012. And I just said, oh man, this thing is ugly. And kids disappear there. Uh, the court system eight years ago where they were losing kids they were ending up in trafficking and, and it wasn't just Stacy that you know Stacy really had nothing to do with that end of it people were coming forward when I was covering Stacy's case telling me how corrupt the family courts were and the CPS of Colorado that was contributing to abducting kids into child sex trafficking I kid you not and then there were people like Russ Harvey up there um, yeah, Russ a great guy lives in Estes Park and he and I have spent a lot of hours talking, and he filled me in the A to Z about the sex trafficking that was covered up by certain law enforcement people in Larimer County. Did you ever find that out, too? Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry, I hate to cast aspersions on your nearby community, Paul. I apologize. That's why I stay, I stay in Willingham. I don't go into Fort Collins unless I absolutely have to. I know. you got to hold your nose now. The, the the stench oh from Agenda 21 is is incredible, uh, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And you know, liberals they wake up this morning, or any morning, and they say, "Hey, it's a great day. How can I screw someone else's life up?" And that's kind of like the mantra of uh, of liberals. But anyway, you want well, to tell what, me? Well, go ahead. That's what they're wanting to do to our country right now. Oh yeah, I know. Turn it into uh, the Kremlin West. Um, you want to talk to me about a, a suspicious homicide that happened in your area that we think the nation should know about and care about? Absolutely. I mean, if if you're any of the listeners, I mean, if you're high visibility locally, uh, politically conservative and stuff like that, you might want to listen to this one. Well, I had a speaking engagement up near the up near Estes Park. Met some great people. One of the guys I met was a he was my uh, buddy's longtime friend, fly fishing guide like I I guided fly fishing for about 15 years. 
And yesterday, they found him sitting at his desk, dead from a gunshot wound. Now, there was no splatter. There was no empty shell casings. They didn't fingerprint anything. They didn't put up a tape around the house under investigation. They just went, whoops, it's a suicide. Well, come to find out this gentleman had been in and around the Boulder area taking videos, excuse me, videos of Antifa and BLM activities. As anybody probably knows, we've had Antifa stuff up here. Uh, and uh, I was at the, the uh, rally for the police in Fort Collins, and we had about 45 there. Wound up, one of them got arrested trying to block traffic, <clears throat> and then uh, about four of them got really pummeled. But I think it's a telling tale of a gentleman that is doing investigative journalism on Antifa and BLM activities in and around Boulder. And I called John Moore, our good friend, LibertyMan.com. He was a, what, 40-year lead homicide detective for the uh, Attorney General's office in Missouri. So I was telling him the story. He said, this is what, <laughs> he said, Paul, this was, this was not a, a suicide. This was a murder. So uh, quite disturbing. And uh, I don't know. I hope this isn't a wave of things to come. But for those of us that do what we do, and uh, if you do similar actions in your local communities, you might want to uh, think about updating your security a little bit. Uh -huh. Of course, I'm sure this guy had absolutely no idea that he was being watched. The only thing I can think of to track back to him is somebody was filming him filming the Antifa and BLM organizations in and around the Boulder area to, <clears throat> to know where he lived, you know, to watch when he's home, when he's not home. And, uh, but it's, it's, uh, it's not good, Dave. Well, no, look at, I'm not the homicide detective John Moore is. I've never been a homicide detective, but what little bit I know about forensics, no splatter pattern means he was killed somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah, there was no blood splatter on the floor uh, or anything. And uh, and John's being a homicide detective has, you know, covered quite a few of those things. And and uh, he, he he didn't he didn't even he didn't even hesitate. He said, "Paul, this was a murder. This this was not a suicide." Oh yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. But uh, for covering an event, I, what could he have been doing? that would have elicited a homicide response? I don't know. Um, uh, my friend, it was his best friend, uh, hasn't seen the videos. And I am i don't know this to be a fact yet, but I'm sure that they confiscated whatever videos he had in his home. Um, but whatever, whatever he filmed must have been uh, uh, very, very, very important. Who's the agency? The Boulder County Sheriff's Larimer County, Boulder County, Boulder County Sheriff's. Yeah, they didn't. Well, they, they didn't. didn't dust, but 
fingerprints. Did, yeah. Uh huh. Nothing. Well, they did a good job with John Benet Ramsey, didn't they? Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying there, Paul. Um, yeah. Where'd the man live? Um, oh, rurally in the area. I don't know his, his exact location. Was it Boulder County? Was, was it Boulder County? He, yeah, he was. You know, he was close enough to Boulder to be concerned with what was going on with. Uh, with all the news that we've had with uh, uh, BLM and Antifa up here, it's funny they ran them out of birth in Colorado with horses. <laughs> Whole bunch of cowboys showed up and just pushed them, pushed them out of town. You mean BLM? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, when they came to, when they came to birth in uh, Colorado, yeah, a whole bunch of cowboys showed up just. Put their horses side to side and just move forward. That's kind of that was that was that was really funny. Um, but they've got a one of one of the friends I met at that uh, or gentleman that I met at that uh, speaking engagement spoke before me and most amazing guy, uh, former Marine Corps officer, uh, currently CIA, and uh, very well spoken and. Uh, we were at the. Uh, he was at the rally in Denver where they got attacked pretty bad in the support uh, police rally in Denver. And uh, Boz is a stout guy, and I wouldn't want to mess with him. And uh, so we were at the rally in uh, Fort Collins, and all the all the BLM guys were white young guys yeah, except yeah. for the, this one black guy. And. Uh, when he showed up, Boz walked over to me. He said, "I know that guy." He said he was at the Denver rally. He said he's a, he's a coordinator. He gathers all these little pukes up and tells them what to do, what to say, what to yell, and all that stuff. But um, so it's uh, it, it's funny that uh, the only Black Lives Matter member was only one black guy, and and he and he was the boss. Well, Paul, uh, $180 a day buys a pretty good protester. Yeah, they weren't very good. They hauled a few few of them away to the hospital. Yeah, but they're good enough to have destroyed a lot of this country. Oh, no, I totally, I totally agree. And I I mean, with this uh, assassination of uh, of this gentleman, I think they I think they're upping the ante. And that's well, that's one of the reasons that I'm talking about this on the show for people like us that do what we do, and mm-hmm. and people may not be on the radio, but they're active at home. Uh, you know, they're conservatives, they're anti Antifa and BLM and all this other garbage. And if you're prominent, been in the news, been in the newspaper, been on local radio shows or something like that, you might want to watch your six. Well, you know, I've had six security breaches. Yep. And uh, we just had another one two days ago. Uh, so, yeah, and, and you know, Paul, I've written about this. I said we're moving into phase three, and I described that in an article, and I said assassinations are part of stage three, and that's where we're at now. And we're going to see more of these. So my my hunch is they followed him to his car, abducted him, killed him, and then transported him to where he lived. 
yeah, because it was um, um, my my friend. You know, went went to his house, and uh, no blood. You know, no blood stains, no nothing, no bullet hole in the wall next to his desk. You know, it's, it was typical boulder stuff they're so politically correct and uh, so anyway they're hiring a private investigator and uh, I told Oliver I said you need you need to get a good 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 forensic guy and because uh, they, they won't have the uh, results back from the boulder lab if you want to call it that for about six to eight weeks which I think is ludicrous um, but this is yeah you've written about it I mean this this is just a heads up uh, they they can't stop Soros isn't going to stop no no he isn't no and Bi Biden Biden can't get enough people to a meeting to fill up a bass boat <laughs> what would he use for bait you know I have a theory about why Biden developed dementia so quickly Sniffing too Hanging much. Hanging around Hillary Clinton? No, 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 no. That'll give you hemorrhoids. But uh, <laughs> with with, <laughs> sorry, folks. Uh, no, I think I think he got his uh, Alzheimer's or dementia, whatever he has, from sniffing too much hairspray. Well, it could be. I mean, I've, I've every never time used you see him, myself. Come here, honey. Come here. <laughs> We've seen it. The, the alternative media has printed it. Yeah, he's he's a pervert, Deluxe. Of course, I think he's over and over and over. Oh my God! Which, with with the, with the fact that with this recent assassination, the the Democrat Party is done for two generations at least. Um, they can't draw anybody. Their television deal last night was an absolute joke. I didn't I didn't watch it, but. I was at work, but I, I saw some replays of it. So they're done. And philosophically and spiritually and numbers-wise, they know they're done. Which makes me go, hmm, what are they going to pull off next? Well, what you're describing is exactly what they will do. I, I suspect he was videotaping violence and remember BLM can only protest right they're not allowed to, to, to riot so I think he caught some of the action and they said no you're not airing this and he got killed for it was it a headshot do you know do anything have any details no it, it was dead yeah it was, it was a, a right right side of the head headshot yep was it execution style uh, evidently he didn't kill himself so yeah, I'd call that an execution. Well, I'm just talking about, you know, they just shot him, or did they think he kneel him down and shoot him? I mean, that's what I'd want to know. I mean, if, was it a, a, a gangland-style execution? Because that tells you a lot about the crime and who's doing it. Yeah, we won't we won't know that until they get their their uh, whole group. Uh, Oliver and Boz and a bunch of these people up there are, are hiring a private private investigator, and. Uh, I'm thinking about getting John Moore involved in it. We'll we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, John Moore, say anything else revealing about this case? 
No, you know, John's John's real flat, real to the point. He just said, you know, I told him what was going on. He goes, nope, Paul, this wasn't suicide. This was a murder. And uh, so that uh, gives us a reason for a pause right now, because I don't think this is the first that we know of, and I very seriously doubt it'll be the last. Wow. Well, I've been advised, in fact, I've got a speaking engagement up near the Prescott area here in Arizona, um, and I've advised wherever I go, I need to take security now. And I've been told that multiple times. A DHS agent even told me that, a friend of mine. He's probably right. He's probably right. He's absolutely right. He's probably right, and, you know, I need to start carrying everywhere I go. This is the time we live in, and you know, one of the disadvantages of me being on TV now and having the TV show is I am visible. I mean, I was in a McDonald's in Wickenburg, Arizona, of all places, and, and I'm sitting down and eating an ice cream cone. And uh, these four ladies walk up to me, and they said, Dave Hodges. Yes. Oh, we love your show. Can we get our picture taken with you? It, it was really sweet. It was. But how about the people that I piss off, Paul? I mean, that's, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, uh, I don't know. Did you see Michelle Obama's lying uh, speech with the DNC? I can't even stand to see a screenshot of that woman, must, <laughs> much less listen to her. Well, she claimed that it was Trump that built the cages for the kids. And put yeah, the yeah. put the immigrant kids into the cages. I don't like that at all. I don't give a crap. They're human beings, and humanity doesn't stop at the border. That's wrong. Uh, but it wasn't. It, it's funny. Listen to who investigated this. They th this group fact checked Michelle Obama's lying DNC speech, and she said, "Yeah, Obama put the kids in cages. Had the cages built. Bullcrap. It was Obama." and Biden, and it was the Associated Press that fact-checked it and said, she's wrong. It was her husband that did this. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. Can you believe the well, Associated actually, those, Press called her out? Yeah, well, those, those, those immigrant kids were separated from the people that brought them across the border for uh -huh. their safety yeah. because the people that brought them across the border were not their parents. And exactly. I mean, there's a thousand stories on that. And trafficking and all that enters into it. Yeah, I hear you. I know. Yep. I remember. I remember it well. I covered it. Uh, but but uh, there's got to be more compassion. I mean, build a tent city or something. You know what I'm saying? But you put a human being in a cage. It sends a message you don't want to send. But the originator of this was Barack Hussein Insane Obama. Yep. That was the guy. And can you believe a leftist? organization called out Michelle Obama on this? Were you it's shocked? That, it, it, it was that bad. I I can't remember a leftist organization calling out someone of prominence. I mean, she could have been the vice presidential candidate. Remember how her name was being thrown around? Yep. And, uh, and, so, and here they just totally disrespected her. Wow, that's incredible. Well, what's the reaction locally to the murder of this investigator? Well, we got we got you know got some legwork to do. Got to get a prominent uh, 
private investigator to get into this, and uh, but I'm sure it's going to be interesting as it moves along. Uh huh. And the big the big deal is where are the videos, and what's on the videos? What did this What did this guy catch? Did they retrieve the videos? Uh, as of right now, we 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 do not have them, and his best friend doesn't know where they're at. Um, my bet is that the local gendarmes went through his place with a fine-tooth comb and took whatever videos he had. So, in other words, Boulder County sheriffs are supporting Black Lives Matter and associated murder. Is that what you're saying? I don't know that to be a fact, but there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of uh, law enforcement around the country that's supporting Black Lives Matter, but I don't have any I don't have any credible evidence uh, on on the Boulder Sheriff's Department. But they totally botched or purposely botched the investigation to the murder. Wow. No fingerprints. No do not cross tape around during the investigation. Just, well, looks like suicide does. What are we going to do go about eat. this? What, no, seriously. What, does the guy have a family? Yes. And where are they at with all this? Do you know? And a lot, of, I, don't, I don't know yet. Uh, uh, Oliver was pretty upset today when I was talking to him. And uh, so we'll just... We'll have to we'll have to let the emotions kind of subside and everybody get back to clear thinking and and uh, I'm sure uh, our former uh, Marine Corps officer Boz will uh, he'll probably take point on this one. Who are you talking about? Uh, he's a former Marine Corps officer. He was at the speaking engagement that I was at. Very articulated, very smart. Very analytical. Uh, was he? He gave an amazing talk. I mean, this guy's a great strategist. You know, was telling the audience how to deal with this, how to deal with BLM and Antifa, and you know, when to, you know, when to take care of yourself. You know, when not to. If there's you know no trouble and everything, but it was it was a great, great, great talk. But we'll just have to find out more about this because we we just got to let everything kind of cool down and and uh, see what we can find. But I think with a good private investigator, somebody like John Moore, and uh, a good forensic scientist to really look at everything, uh, we might find out some interesting things, Dave. Well, I think you're probably right. Um... This is something you have to wonder what he caught them on tape doing that they exactly. were willing, they were willing to kill him for. I mean, this is serious stuff. Yep. And and as far as I know, everything he filmed was public. You know, it was in the public domain. It was outside. It wasn't sneaking into somebody's house or something like that. It, it you know, it was in public domain. But um Evidently, he sure caught something on, on on video that they did not want seen. Weapons transfer, drugs. I mean, there's something there. There's something big. 
Yeah, I no, I totally agree. I mean, we've already seen the Chinese uh, flying in, uh, uh, drop in fully automatic trigger systems for AR-15s. Uh, they caught those in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, they've caught uh, stuff coming in uh, to uh, uh, Florida, uh, Chicago, and uh, maybe he saw a transfer of something. <clears throat> That's what and, I'm saying. And the thing when I think about those stories about about the, the especially the Louisville, Kentucky story where they had pictures of all these drop-in uh, fully automatic trigger systems. Okay, we've caught them in three areas. What haven't they found? Well, what did they move? Yeah. What did they move through Denver? What did they move through Dallas? What did they move through Houston? I mean, um, I got a bad feeling. I, I'll bet this stuff is, and, and also they're bringing in suppressors. So, for what purpose do you think? Specifically, how do they want to apply that? Well, at some at, at some point, <clears throat> due to the political structure, I mean, everybody and their brother out there is, is talking about um, communist insurrection, upcoming civil war. Uh, I, we're going to be, and, and there's more than probably 15 people that I've heard talk about. It's not going to matter who wins the election. Yeah. So I think I, I, this is. This is typical military operations. You prepare, you prepare, you situate your stuff, and then you execute. But this, but but but, but to this Marine, this is a, this is a total military operation, just like stuff I did in the Marine Corps. Yeah, I'm trying to unravel this in my mind too. Look, at, as we unravel this crime. They're not mad because they're they're being filmed rioting. That's been done. They're mad because he caught weapons. Guarantee you. Weapons transfer of some sort, Paul. Yeah, it, it had to be some. It, it had had to be pretty something severe to execute the guy. Wow. Uh, was anyone with him? No. Huge mistake. Huge. Yeah, I, I hope they listening listen to audience, us all yeah. and a listen to you, my friend. Well, no, I I do not. When I went to that shoot in Wickenburg, remember I covered the businesses that defied uh, the governor's orders and reopened. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I had my family with me and I was very public, and I'm known in Wickenburg. I mean, I started my radio career there, so um, I really wasn't worried. Um, but other things I'm going to, there's going to be a different approach. There's definitely going to be a different approach. So I've had one guy actually offer to move and says, uh, I'll be your live-in security guard. We've thought about it. We've thought about it because certainly the, we've had what, six breaches of security now. Um, that's not good. Vandalism. Not at all. I don't yeah. think it's going to get any better. No, I'm afraid you're right. Hey, uh, on the international scene, have you seen uh, the stuff that's come out about Xi Jinping and this woman named Kai, who is a high official in the CCP education 
uh, division <clears throat> and she's caught on tape saying he's the reason we're in trouble and uh, he's an obstacle the Communist Party is an obstacle and they kicked her out of the party but supposedly he's facing uh, a coup a revolution do you do you, what do you know about this yes I, I yes I saw the I saw the headline yeah well I mean they're 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 economically in bad 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 trouble just like we are mm-hmm and you know somebody's got to take the fall for that well you know they have I their own doubt, they have their own I wouldn't deep doubt state. he gets shot yeah I, I would agree the, the the communists have their own deep state and oh absolutely the, the same people and I've known this for some time now the same people behind the 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 Tricom deep state in China are the same people behind ours that surprise you absolutely not at all no nope. The man well behind the curtain, yeah, the man behind the curtain manipulates the puppets to get done what he wants to get done. And Xi Jinping is not delivering war, and this is what I've been told. I was told this, too. I mean, I, my best source, an Arsoft guy, um, it was back in May. He set me up with two different conversations with Pentagon officials, and they both said the same thing. If Trump wants to stay in office, he's got to start war with China because the military-industrial complex that will benefit controls the Joint Chiefs just like Bill Gates controls Fauci and uh, it made a lot of sense to me and I think that Xi Jinping is getting a lot of the same kind of pressure well evidently I mean there, there's there's something he's uh, uh, poured some cold water on the stuff they want to go hot but I mean with all the takeover of the South Sea Islands uh, new aircraft carriers, uh, all the, all the military stuff they do, and I'm sure they're deep deep state, just like ours wants to use it. Make some more money. Yeah. Well, the deep state wants to make more money, and that's the military industrial complex. Um, but this, to me, is a very telling development. Uh, there was a time I don't know if you remember when I wrote about this but it might have been going on a year ago or even longer. And I quoted uh, Macron, the um, French leader. And uh, I'll never say his French name correctly because I don't want to. What so a anyway, joke. Good old Macaroni. I mean, he looks like the 98-pound weakling I would have picked on in elementary school at lunch. And he'd have paid for my lunch all year long. But anyway, um, he came out, and I don't remember he talked about this, but he said he wanted a European army, and they needed to be prepared because America, China, and Russia may one day have to be fought against because they're espousing national interests rather than global interests. Do you remember that or not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he came out with that, and I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's saying right now it could be the bankers, the Rothschilds, the boys from Basel against Russia, China, and the U.S., Well, I mean, there's so many economic typhoons circling out in the ocean ready to hit these countries. They've got to have something so big, so scary, that you don't even think about that. You just want to think about surviving. And that's probably where we're heading. Huh. Um, 
So what's next, Paul? What's going to happen to our country? Well, as we used to, as we used to say in the Marine Corps, we're in a hurt locker. I mean, we've got massive economic problems. We've got the deep state, military-industrial complex, wanting a war. Trump doesn't want a war. The American people don't want a war. I mean, people our age and older. We've seen it all. Yeah, this whole thing, you know, World War II was a scam. World War I was a scam. Vietnam was a huge scam. And I only missed that by a typhoon in Japan. We, They woke us up at 2 o'clock in the morning and said, put everything on them tanks you can put on them. We're heading to Vietnam. And uh, we went down to uh, New Mazu, Japan. We had a really deep natural port where those LSTs could just drive up and pick, us, pick the tanks up. And there was a big typhoon coming up from the south, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it stalled over southern Japan and just tore the living crap out of it. So the fleet fleet couldn't get to us. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I miss Vietnam by a thunderstorm. <laughs> that's, that's, why didn't they redeploy you after that? Uh, I think it was too late. Uh, there was a um, really quick de-escalation by the time we got back to the states or really by the time I got back to Okinawa, we left Okinawa and uh, went to Japan and uh, Gotemba, Japan beautiful little town right on the, the base slope of Mount Fuji, just a gorgeous area, love the people And uh, but uh, by the time we got back to Vietnam or back to Okinawa, it was like it, it's over <laughs> which was a good thing, it should have never started yeah, you were lucky. What would a tank commander have done in the jungle, though? Well, I had, you know, a lot of the uh, staff sergeants and gunnery sergeants, guys I served with, um, had already been over there, and uh, they were they were they were basic. They did, you know, the 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 tank battalions did some good things. I mean, we had some really serious rounds to take out. I mean, we had huge, giant shotgun shells with 38 caliber slugs that flew through the air. We had flechette rounds that you could dial in the nose on the round to where you wanted it to explode, and it would just fill the air up full of flechettes. And and uh, and and they did take out they did take out a lot of Viet Cong. I, I mean, they weren't very they weren't very good jungle weapons, but they were very good tactical open space weapons where there were charges and stuff like that yeah. but uh, yeah they uh, but uh, they they planted mines on highway one and uh, my uh, my favorite gunnery sergeant uh, was a tank leader for that tank unit and he had this crazy whacked out lieutenant that wanted to be in the lead tank and they'd always put the officers in the in the very back tank so he said, okay, dumbass, put him up in the front tank. And he was really good at spotting where they planted landmines on Highway 1. And uh, they hit a 500-pound Russian, blew the turret, rotated it in the air, and dropped it back on top of the tank. Killed everybody inside. And it's just a lot of stupidity like that. I mean, that's one of the reasons that we had open range on, on new young officers 
I mean, we could do everything legally. It was to terrorize them, and uh, and uh, to see if they could, you know, if they could, if they could make it, we'd keep them. But we, we'd lose, we'd lose three out of four. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we were, we were. We were very serious about taking care of our unit, and and we wanted good officers. We had a great company commander, and uh, but I mean we were dead, deadly serious about who who's going to rule over us. Well, final question, Paul: um, Is there going to be an election? I don't think so. Uh, Trump's Trump's came out today, and I can't remember where it was, uh, but. Um, he's he's very doubting with this mail-in voting, all this stuff yeah, that, that we're not going to have an election, which is going to drive you know who uh, bat poop crazy, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's it's this this is just not going to end well. You know, John Moore, who I talk to frequently, and and, and he's. And he's deadly right. This is a communist overtake. Yeah, yeah. And they don't. I mean, they've got a history of not of not giving up. And you look. I mean, you're you've got look at all look at all the young people around the country losing their apartments, losing their home. Uh, there's an article uh, up I saw, two hundred or two hundred fifty thousand. Are going to lose their apartments in Las Vegas this week. Now, where do you think those mad, pissed-off young people are going to go, Dave? Leftist, subversive groups, funded exactly. by George Soros. Yep. Yeah, I know. I know, Paul. This thing's just this thing's just getting started, buddy. I hear you. Just, we're going we're to have you back to talk about it because. I don't think there's going to be an election either, and a month ago I would never have said that. But I'm the, the president kind of drew a line in the sand. Paul, my friend, we are out of time. Uh, Paul's website, you need to check it out, revolutionradio.org, and uh, it kicks butt. I'm telling you, it's really good. If you want to go and get the full menu of the day, it's the best news report out there, revolutionradio.org. Hey, Paul, thanks for coming on, my friend. Thanks, Dave. God bless everybody. Stay safe. Yeah, stay safe. I agree. We're out. We'll see you next time. Whoop.